Good morning. We begin with the desperate search for missing mother Samantha Murphy, who vanished four days ago in Victoria. Police are about to hold a press conference as detectives release new CCTV footage of the 51-year-old running north past a neighbour's home in Ballarat. Local residents are being urged to review any security footage from Saturday between 7 and 11 a.m. with the hope of finding any new clues. We'll bring you the very latest on the search as soon as we hear from police. A large team of emergency workers have cut one person out of a car after a serious crash in southwest Sydney. Appen Road is closed in both directions after two cars collided just before 8 o'clock this morning. The front passenger of the Lexus was trapped and the roof had to be cut away to free them. That person was taken to hospital along with 17-year-old behind the wheel, her backseat passenger and the driver of the other car. The government has rolled out the red carpet for the Prime Minister of Papua New Guinea in a bid to stall China's security talks in the Pacific. Live to political reporter Isabel Mullen. Easy, good morning. He has now addressed Parliament. And James Marape is the first leader of the Pacific nation to ever address the Australian Parliament. His visit is significant for a number of reasons. There is increasing competition from China for influence in the Pacific. There have been reports PNG has entered early talks with China. Uh, there have, uh, it is also a tough time for PNG. Marape is looking for help. He's under increasing pressure at home after at least 16 people were killed when civil unrest broke out in PNG's capital last month, leading to a state of emergency being declared. Anthony Albanese is hoping he turns to Australia, not China, and wants to build on the security agreement signed by the two leaders a couple of months ago. One can choose friends, but one is stuck with family forever. <laughs> one is stuck with family forever. Our two countries are stuck with each other. We have no choice but to get along. Australia and Papua New Guinea are close in every sense of the word. We are the nearest of neighbours, the most steadfast and trusted of partners, and the very oldest of friends. Marape is under mounting pressure to sort out his domestic situation. A number of his ministers resigned after the riots. He could face a vote of no confidence. A political process allowing his MPs to challenge him starts tomorrow. Anne. Isabel Mullen in Canberra. A woman's body has been found at a home in Tweed Heads after police attended a concern for welfare check. A 25-year-old man was found nearby with injuries to his hands. He's now under police guard in hospital. Georgie Costi has the details. Detectives and forensic officers have spent last night and this morning piecing together a woman's final moments. They were called here to this home in Tweed Heads West just before six o'clock for a welfare check, but when they arrived, they found a body. Neighbours say they instantly knew something was wrong. By the looks on the police's face, the first two female cops that got here, um, yeah, they looked really white when they came out of the house. I knew something bad had happened. 
This morning, the home is a crime scene. Detectives and forensic officers have combed through it, seizing evidence and speaking to neighbours. Some of those neighbours have told Seven News that there are frequently people coming and going from this home. It wasn't necessarily such a shock. It was that house. Um, there's people always coming and going. They haven't had power on there for like six years. The woman hasn't been formally identified, but last night police found a 25-year-old man on a nearby street with injuries to his hands. He's currently in hospital under police guard. At this stage, no formal charges have been laid, but they are expected later this morning. A car has been all but destroyed after smashing into a home in Sydney's southwest early this morning. Two teenagers inside the car tried to flee the scene, but they were arrested nearby. Lucy McLeod is there. Well, let's take a look at this damage just behind me. This is about 20 metres from the road and it's incredible that anybody survived this. This entire cement wall taken out by an SUV that's landed in the back of somebody's property. It was 1.30 this morning when police say they spotted this stolen car speeding along Camden Valley Way. Just minutes later, it crashed through the wall and landed in the back of this home. It's alleged two teenagers were inside the car at the time and attempted to run away before they were arrested nearby. Last night, 10 o'clock sleep and then at 2 o'clock something and then boom, I'm scared. We went up and we looked like, oh my God, the wall has fallen and it's really concerning because it's a very, very busy road. The teenagers were treated by paramedics, one for lacerations to his knees and arms, the other suffering a hip injury. They're now at Westmead Hospital under police guard, but so far no charges have been laid. US forces have carried out a drone strike in the Middle East, killing three militia members. The target of the drone attack was a car on a main thoroughfare in the Iraqi capital, Baghdad. US officials say one of those killed was the commander in charge of Syria operations for militia Qatar-ib Hezbollah. It follows a series of US attacks on militia targets in Iraq, Syria and Yemen in recent days. Prince William has returned to royal duties and thanked well wishes for their support after the King's shock cancer diagnosis and Princess Catherine's abdominal surgery. There was no meeting with his brother Harry, who flew home to America after a visit with his father that lasted under an hour. Ash Mullaney reports from London. Juggling his royal responsibilities and family pressure, Prince William has stepped out today, delivering a heartfelt speech at a gala fundraiser, thanking the British public after his father's cancer diagnosis and his wife, Princess Catherine's abdominal surgery. Prince William pulled out the big guns with Top Gun tonight at the Air Ambulance Gala here in London, rubbing shoulders with Tom Cruise and thanking the audience and the public for their support. I'd like to take this opportunity to say thank you also for the kind messages of support for Catherine and for my father, especially in recent days. It means a great deal to us all. It's fair to say the past few weeks have had a rather medical focus, so I thought I'd come to an air ambulance function to get away from it all. <laughs> and Tom, if you wouldn't mind not borrowing either of the new helicopters for the next Mission Impossible, it would be appreciated. 
This is the first time we've seen Prince William after King Charles's cancer diagnosis and Princess Catherine's abdominal surgery. He is stepping up today, hosting this investiture at Windsor Castle too. Meanwhile, Prince Harry uh, wheels up today, leaving London after less than 24 hours. No meeting with his brother, no reconciliation it seems either, but he did have that brief meeting with his father, King Charles. He flew over here after learning firsthand about his father's diagnosis. The King now recuperating at his Norfolk estate with Queen Camilla by his side as he continues his cancer treatment.